my wife only questioned when we were starting fires in the garage. She goes, wait, you're starting fires in the garage? I'm like, yeah, it's okay. We're safe, you know? And normally, that would be a hold my beer moment when you're starting a fire in the garage, but you're in Cub Scouts. So it was hold hold my apple cider. Hold, hold this juice box, you know? My name is Jared White. I'm the Scout Executive and CEO of the Prairie Lands Council, Boy Scouts of America. Hey there, it's Steve, and welcome to Holstein & Company, the podcast. If you just found the show, please press follow or subscribe in your podcast app. You know, there's something special about seeing a kid in a scouting uniform. Today, it seems kids in sports uniforms are more common, but scouting is alive and well and has evolved to give kids a reason to show up and stay interested. And now that COVID infections have dropped, scout camping is back, so I thought I would give Jared White a buzz. And so here we go. How long have you been the CEO now, by the way? I started here in January of 2019, January 16th of 2019. We moved from Southeast Missouri to town, uh, got here in the middle of a polar vortex. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. It was a wonderful uh, negative <laughs> 19 degrees My first after my first week being here. It was great. Lived in, lived in a little apartment on Hill Street, had uh, one thermostat. The guy, t- uh, the guy controlled it. He left the weekend and it got really cold. What is your scouting journey? How did you get into scouts? Have you always been a scout? And then when you got done with scouts as a kid, you moved into it as a teen and then an adult or? So I, I never was a Cub Scout. So I'm, I'm very untraditional in this way. I started scouting at 11. I remember the I was at the babysitter's house and a gentleman came to pick up this, the babysitter's son and said, hey, we're going on our scout trip. And I said, I want to go. He said, well, you got to be 11. And I said, I'm that tomorrow. So that next Monday, uh, that next Monday, I showed up to the scout meeting and signed up. It was about January 20th of 1993. And uh, I've been a scout ever since. Uh, went to college at Southeast Missouri State University. Got a degree in marketing. Uh, worked for Wells Fargo for a couple of years and hated sitting at a desk all day. Found out that wasn't the job for me. ADD was, my ADD went crazy. And so uh, I took a job in February of 2007 working for the Greater St. Louis Area Council in, in St. Louis, Missouri. So And you, so you've been a scout ever since. Yeah, it'll be 15 years this February. Well, congratulations. That's great. So day-to-day, you're, you're in charge of Prairie Lands Council, which is uh, what uh, what area here in East Central Illinois? So Prairie Lands Council encompasses uh, nine counties. That's seven in East Central Illinois and two in Indiana. So we have our furthest southern border is Douglas County. So starting at Arcola, uh, we go north to Chabance, and then we go, east, we go, uh, we go west to Mansfield, that's our furthest. And then we go east all the way to Vermilion and Fountain Counties in Indiana. How many scouts are we talking about? We had finished last year with 2,000 scouts. Uh, and that was after, you know, after COVID. We, before that, we had 2,500. So we, we took a large hit last year. Yeah, I bet. How 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 has scouting been since COVID? COVID was pretty difficult because we are, you know, there's the outing and scouting, you know, so we are outdoors quite a bit and getting together. But a lot of units, what we found is the people who stay with us are the diehard scouters, the people who stayed into the program, they're the diehard guys. They want to make sure their, their son or daughter got an experience in scouting and, and they make sure they stayed around. And so at, we took a huge bath in just the way we couldn't recruit kids. You know, usually each fall we recruit between five and 600 youth. And we weren't able to do that this past year. I think we recruited 87 kids. And so most of our units went virtual and they met via Zoom. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a den leader myself of a very small lion den. So lion den is kindergartners. My daughter is a lion cub. And then uh, we have two other young men, uh, my two Elijahs. Uh, I call them Elijah squared. And uh, so we have those three in that den. And so 
we did Zoom one time and found out the kindergartners can't do Zoom very well. So we met socially distanced in my garage for a long period of time, just trying to make sure that we had these kids could have fun. And we really did have a lot of fun. I love that. So you meet virtual where you meet in person, socially distanced in your garage. In my garage. And it just so happened that, you know, there's an auto mechanic badge and you needed your oil changed a couple of times. <laughs> My wife only questioned when we were starting fires in the garage. She goes, what, you're starting fires in the garage? I'm like, yeah, it's okay. We're safe, you know? Um, but no, yeah, we, we did that and we had a great time. And normally that would be a hold my beer moment when you're starting a fire in the garage, but yeah. you're in Cub Scouts. So it was hold hold my apple cider. Hold hold this juice box, you know? Hold it, yeah, hold the juice box. Hang on to my Gatorade. So really, I mean, you you came in 2019. You you kind of got your you got your wheels going. You got familiar with the area. COVID hits. And so I guess this summer and fall, you're sort of rebooting and restarting. We are. Yeah. So we were able to have a pretty good summer of 2019 where we had 400 kids come to Camp Drake, which Camp Drake is our, is our scout camp we have just out in Fairmont, Illinois, in Vermilion County. So we had about 400 kids visited that summer. And last summer, of course, we didn't have any camps or anything. And this summer we've got already three weeks of camp, 357 kids signed up to go to camp this summer. So we're really excited about that. Um, and now we're just trying to put on a program and make sure we keep these kids active and, and get the, all these units restarted. So that's exciting that, you know, now that the mask mandates uh, and the CDC has said you don't have to wear those, especially if you're outside. And uh, we seem to be kind of, you know, rounding the curve on COVID. What a great time. What a great time to regather as scouts, get over to Camp Drake and, and get a bunch of kids signed up and just go have a great time. Yeah, it, I, it's kind of bittersweet. We ended up buying about uh, $1,500 worth of masks for kids at camp this summer. Uh, and there are Camp Drake masks. We thought they're very cool. Limited edition. We'll have this. And so we'll still have that when we go inside. They, every kid gets when they come to camp. But, you know, we'll have to wear them outside, which is fine. But uh, we'll definitely, and big, large groups, we'll have people wear them. But we're trying to do our things, keep everybody safe. But, you know, yeah, just get outside. That's the cool thing about scouting is you're outside and you can be six feet apart. And it's great. You know, that's not how it's supposed to be. What's the... What's, what would you say is the biggest difference between when you and I were scouting and what scouts are experiencing today? What's a big difference? I, I think the big difference is parents. I think parents have changed so much. Um, my mom was able just to let me go with my scout leaders who she didn't know, who she knew, actually. My mom worked with one of my scout leaders, but just go for a weekend. And we just went camping with all of our troop and everything like that. And my wife now wants to make sure that I'm going camping with my son as I go, because, you know, you got to keep her baby safe. And so I, I think that is, I think that's the biggest uh, difference. I, and, and not in all ways, but in some ways. And then I, I also think that scouting has changed the way that it has evolved. You know, when we were scouts, they didn't have what's called STEM. We didn't focus on STEM projects. And now we have all these STEM projects for kids to complete. And merit badges centered around game design and, and welding and things like that that kids really could really learn about and have a great time. And so just evolving with the time, things have changed. I got to think being a scout leader is, I don't want to say easier because uh, as, as you know, life gets easier, thanks to technology, other things get harder, but you know, it's easier now as a scout leader to, to come up with ideas. There's probably, uh, you know, websites or Facebook groups or, you know, Boy Scouts of America information that kind of keep you filled, your funnel filled with all sorts of ideas, right? Yeah, you have all sorts of ideas, just as we've seen in volunteerism. Volunteerism is hard to come by. A lot of people just don't have the time. They're working two jobs or their job keeps them very busy. So I will say as a Cub Scout leader, it can be very difficult sometimes because you're trying to make sure you've got all this and got it all set up. And especially as a Cub Master, you're trying to make sure you've got dens for each grade. So kindergarten through fifth, fourth, fifth grade, you got a den meeting each week or, or two times a month. So you're making sure they're meeting. as, as a, And it's more of an adult-led program. 
as in Scouts BSA, which we would consider what you and I went through, it's called the, it was the Boy Scout program. It's now called Scouts BSA because girls. So when I say Scouts BSA, I mean Boy Scouts. Um, but so as you do that, um, that's more youth led. And that's the cool thing is the youth actually, and they'll say, hey, this is what we want to do. I think that was one of the coolest things I ever saw is my son was sitting, he was elected senior patrol leader. There, There's a group of eight 11-year-olds. And if you ever got eight 11-year-olds together, sometimes it can be utter chaos. But watching my son and saying, okay, we need to plan a menu. What are we going to have to eat? And, you know, and them just doing that. We didn't have to, we didn't have to force them or say, hey, you need to have a menu. They just did it. You know, and, and since my son loves to eat, he wanted to make sure he ate well. So he's like, we're going to have this. And <laughs> it was really, really cool. And so, yeah, you can see that because that youth led program uh, that that makes it that makes it a little easier. But of course, you always need an adult to guide them. Yeah. And kids today, they're, they're definitely smarter than when you and I were kids. So 100 percent smarter. I mean, it, it's crazy. And, 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 and that they just have they, they know more about different things. I, I remember. um my mom would tell me something, just be a kid, just be a kid. And I tell my son the same thing, just be a kid. But he already knows a budget. He knows, you know, how to, how to cook. And, you know, as a kid, when I, at 11 years old, I wasn't cooking. My mom cooked whatever we had is what she made, you know? And so, yeah, these kids have learned so much and, and they are much, much smarter. I imagine there's a handful of them, if not more, that would be like, you know what, Camp Drake, you just drop us off and we'll we'll take care of this. Yeah, we'll take care of it. Just you, you can leave us without the adults and we'll be fine. I think my son told me that one time and I said, Yeah. I said the first time that the first time that you needed uh uh to find something, you go, Oh, I don't have dad here to help me find it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What uh so Camp Drake, how how long do kids go? So uh for our Scouts BSA resident camp, that's a week-long camp. They get dropped off on a Sunday and they leave on Saturday. Okay. And so they'll be there almost seven days, almost seven full days for our Cub Scout day camp program. That's just overnight. It's usually about 24 hours. And for our adventure camp program, which is for Cub Scouts as well, that's about a three day program. They, they come out on a Sunday, leave on a Wednesday morning. And uh, is there Wi-Fi at the camp for the kids? There is Wi-Fi at the camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is Wi-Fi for some of the leaders because there's, you know, there's so many times you have leaders have to stay connected to work and do things. So we have that for them. And then we, we do teach a few merit badges that involve being on a computer, uh, except we don't, we do, we do those for some of our older scouts. So you brought it up. Let's, let's talk about uh, girls and young women in scouting. How's that going? When, when did that begin? I know there was the, the discussion about it a couple of years ago, maybe, but when did it really begin? So the Cub Scout program officially started in January of 2018. So in, in January of 2018 is when that really went over and it went over pretty well. Um, you know, we had a lot of uh, families that were current scouts that said, look, I come and I sit there and I, my son's sitting there. And my daughter looks over and says she wants to do the program and she wants to be involved. And uh, I want to be involved, too. And, they, and so basically that decision was made. And, you know, for my family, that's what it is. I, my daughter is six and she's been to scout meetings ever since her older brother was a first grader, you know, and so she's seen these and she's been involved with them. And then when she could do it, she was really happy. So that happened then. And then February of 2019 is when females were allowed into our Scouts BSA program. And so, uh, and that's been a great program. We actually had our first female Eagle Scouts last year. We had six female Eagle Scouts from Troop 10, Charter Faith United Methodist Church. And uh, we, had, we had six girls earn their Eagle and they did it in a very record setting time. It was a little over 18 months. They, they got it taken care of which is the shortest time you can really do it. I was just going to say, I got to think that there are quite a few girls out there that are going to push the guys. Oh, yeah. And what I've seen, you know, we have some we have some really great youth. And what I've seen is especially I'll just say in some friends and family, um, 
when the females come in, when the females came in and they're working against the, the males, it makes the males step up, right? Because they're like, we're, we're, we're getting beat. Like we, we've been scouts longer, you know, we're, we're getting beat. And so and not that, that makes a difference by any means, but it's just a sheer fact that makes them step up and say, okay, look, we need to be better. We need to make sure. And, and I, I think that is, I think that's something that we will see as more as we go. I'll see, you know, youth, we're going to see females in leadership positions in the scouting program, which is really cool. We've already seen that here in our council. And, and I just think it's really neat for the, uh, for those girls to have the opportunity to just take part in the program that, that's been so successful for over 111 years, 111 years. Yeah. 111 years. I had to think about it. 111 years, 1910. 1910 is when scouting was founded, February of 1910. So we're at 111 years. So what is the earliest that you can, what's the earliest you can get into scouting? Tell me, so you've got to get, go through the different levels of scouting and what's the earliest you can get in? So earliest is kindergarten. So kindergarten is our lions. So that's our first, that's our point of entry is lions. That's my daughter, as I talked about, she was a lion cub this year. Then first grade is tigers. Uh, second grade is wolves. Third grade is bears. Fourth and fifth grade is weeblows. So fourth grade is weeblows one. Fifth grade is weeblow two. And as you come into weeblow two, you transition to being aerolite scouts where you're in your aerolite. Then you get to go to our scouts BSA program. And so from that fifth grade, some usually right around the the around the January February your fifth grade year, you cross over into a scouts BSA troop, and you're there until you know you're 18 and basically age out. And then of course, involved in that also, we have a, a venturing program, which is a high adventure program in the Boy Scouts of America. Uh, when you were involved, it was called exploring and we still have that program, but exploring is called it's great as career based now, but uh, the venturing program, you, you, they can enter at the age of 14 girls and boys together can be in a venturing unit and that goes to 21. That's when you officially age out of that. And then the exploring and the exploring program is a career based program that can start in middle school. We have the Explorer club, sixth through eighth grade and then the exploring unit which happens from ninth basically to, to the age of 21 and you know we have them here locally with the fire department the police department and, and we're just looking to uh bring those into health careers and all kinds of things in our community and then so once you age out i mean there's still the opportunity i guess to then become a volunteer and yeah i mean so many people do that we have we have so many people that age out of the program they'll come out to camp and they'll help you know if we're getting camp ready for summer camp like we have been this year you know camp being shut down for 18 months is pretty hard in the place you know, I, someone telling me the other day, you know, you don't think about this, but when toilets aren't flushed for 18 months, right, the <laughs> flapper starts to dissolve. So you got to replace all those flappers. And so, yeah, so, you know, something we've had to, had to make sure it was done. And, you know, so we got a lot of people coming back to make sure camp gets ready for all the kids coming this summer. Do you mean to tell me that there's not a home improvement or a plumbing badge and you can't just send a bunch of... Uh... There is. There, there's both. Home improvements and plumbing. <laughs> there, there's both. So you've got a couple thousand members. You took a hit because of COVID. I mean, you did get some signups, but not as many. And so uh, you're ramping back up. If uh, if somebody wants to get their uh, child involved in scouting, uh, they would just go to what website? PrairieLandsBSA.org. And that's PrairieLands, P-R-A-I-R-I-E, Lands. A bsa.org and, and they can find out about us and then, or they can call us here at the office at uh, 217-531-0214. That's my direct line. We can tell them how to get involved in scouting. And then Camp Drake, when does that get going? And then for how many weeks does that run? Because you've just, you're just cycling the kids in and out. So when does that kick off? 
uh, it's going to start in the middle of June. So actually our first week, our, our, our summer camp staff will get there the week of, uh, basically that first week in June, our first campers will show up on the 13th of June and we'll run all the way through, uh, the middle of July. So our last uh, time there will be July 17th. So when you're doing the switchover week to week at Camp Drake, right? The kids are leaving on a Saturday, next batch of kids coming in on a Sunday. Are the adults just scurrying around trying to get that place all cleaned up, make sure all the toilets flush properly, you know, all the, all the, there's nothing, nothing hidden under the mattresses anymore. We actually hire a youth staff, believe it or not. So we, we have a, we have a youth staff um, and, and with adults, but yeah. So, and I, I did that for seven years as a youth, uh, I worked summer camp staff. And what happens is, you know, you try to have all the troops out, all the troops and all the uh, packs out by noon on Saturday. And then from, you know, noon to three, four o'clock, you're getting it ready for the next week. So you're either putting equipment out on the sites and making sure it's good to go, making sure everything's clean, everybody shows up. Then they usually show up at noon on Sunday. So being, you will have to want to be a camp staff member because you, you get one night off a week usually. So you'll get about five hours off. And then you usually get about, you know, 12 hours off on a Saturday following into a Sunday. And are you working for, for the summer then? Oh yeah. 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 A whole summer. And, and you know, I'll tell you, I met my best friends at summer camp staff. Um, and just t- my two best men in my wedding were guys I work camp staff with and they, they introduced me to my wife and, you know, just it's, you make some of your best friends out at scout camp. That is awesome. That's great. So yeah, they can, they can work through the summer and you know, there's that delicious boy scout cafeteria food that's probably included. <laughs> oh Yeah. You know, it, it, it is not too bad. Usually we hire some cooks from local schools and they come in and, you know, I, I, I can tell you, I, I never ate as much as I ever ate when I worked summer camp stuff. Cause I got three meals a day, you know, you, normally I never ate three meals a day, but on summer camp, I always ate three meals a day and it was pretty good. All right. Well, check out the website and uh, get the kids involved. And uh, hey, you know what? Best of luck on a better 2021 than you had in 2020, than we all had in 2020. I appreciate you letting me be on here with you today. Have a great summer. Hey, take care, Steve. Hey, that's the show. If you have a comment or question, my email is in the show notes of your podcast app, or you can visit the contact link at holstein.co. If you are listening in an app and you haven't already, please press the subscribe or follow button so each episode gets on your gadget automatically. And if you listen in Apple Podcasts and you like what I do, be sure to leave a five-star review, and if you can, a nice comment. Hey, that's it. I'm Steve, and this was Holstein & Company, the podcast. Thanks for listening, and have a great week.